What's up everybody, Clint Esposito here with episode number 25 of the Free Thinker Society with Michael Romanelli. We have the man himself joining us on this episode, Sam Tripoli, um, bringing the swarm along with him. Thank you guys. This podcast is brought to you by Hero Soap Company. Uh, you can visit them at herosoapcompany.com. It is owned by an Air Force veteran. Uh, it is sourced and made in the United States, paraben, chemical free, um, and actually your first order will be matched and sent to deployed military members and a percentage of the proceeds go to um, veteran charities and first responder charities. So please visit HeroSoapCompany.com and you can actually get 20% off by using the code FREETHINKERS with an S. Um, and I appreciate everybody that has bought in the past. And also you can go to CryoFit Sport and they are compression braces that have a pocket for like ice packs so you can ice and uh, still move around and be functional. That is Cryo, K-R-Y-O, Fit Sport. Dot com and you can actually get 10% off there by using the code ESPOSITO10. So I hope that you guys visit them and enjoy this episode of the Free Thinkers Society. Excisers of telepathic sensitivity, osteopaths of spirit, investigators of infractions denounced by bland, paranoid chess players. What is going on, my freaks, geeks, and free thinkers? This is Mike Romanelli, and I am here with my main man, Clint Esposito. What's up? We got a special guest, a very special guest, the man... It's corny to say the myth, the legend, because you say it all the time. But the man himself, Sam Tripoli, is on the Free Thinker Society. What's up, Sam? Guys, how are you? Good to be here. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. How Thank are you, you Mike? How are you, Clint? Or thanks for us or having us on your podcast, whichever way this is working. <laughs> whatever yeah. way this is going, dude, somebody's having somebody, and we're all thankful to be here. We're all thankful, for sure. Um, so, Sam, the world is now really on fire. No, it's fixed. Biden got uh, elected, and it's 2021, so um, you know what I mean? It's interesting times, dude. It's interesting times, to say the least, dude. Yeah. Um, how are you handling it? You know, I got really depressed because, you know, for me, man, it's just like I, I, I'm very sensitive to what's going to happen to kids, and it seems mm. like all this work they've done. And if people want to say there haven't been big arrests, they're crazy people. But that's, to me, the biggest thing. Now, I hit up, uh, you know, so I was really in a hole. You know, I got some personal stuff going on. It's really driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, you know, it's just like I get everything's a puppet. But it's like the supposedly open-minded people being so okay with just blatant election fraud is just depressing to me. And... You know, Sam, we talked. I know you and I, I can't remember what's podcast or what's just a phone call, but I know we a while ago spoke about trust the plan and how it could be just for the guys that could change the world to relax. 
and keep you trusting know, the plan, trusting the plan. And well, what do you think about that? My whole, I've said this before. I said it multiple times on my show because I'm going through a little guilt as well. Like, mm -hmm. you know, people listen to my show. I've gave my opinion. Did I, did I lead them down a road? Yeah. There's that part of me that thinks that maybe I led them down a road mm -hmm. and I, I'm upset about that. Sure. But at the end of the day, I've said the same thing over and over again. There has to be enough in the queue drops for it to be real, to get, to get paranoid people to buy into it. Right. Yes. That's, that's totally what it has to be. Mm -hmm. if, if it's just nothing but BS, it would never have gotten any traction. So it is what it is. All right. And I've also said there was going to come a point where Donald Trump and Q weren't going to be needed. And I do believe we're entering that where people yeah. are going to get past that. And we're not going to have a, a figurehead looking up, waiting to save us because we've been in this place where we're waiting for corrupt people to fix corruption. So, I, I mean, like, I feel bad because I really thought Hammer was going to come because such dark arts is at work. Mm -hmm. But maybe you know it's like one dude versus everybody i mean a puppet's a puppet i'm fine with that but it seems like there was a war between puppets and for this much stuff to be going on eat listen man if trump is lost right he's lost mm -hmm. we want to say he's lost right yeah then why are they still trying to impeach him yeah that's there's what 15 days or something what are they even wasting time with that for well that's because they don't want him to ever because if they go through all that yeah, he, he can't, can't run he in can't run again I'm I'm starting to think it's the Wizard of the fuck the fuck the Matrix the Wizard of Oz was a documentary that this whole fucking thing is just some little fucking Lindsey Graham behind a curtain <laughs> dude it ain't as strong as it is it's not eh. we're, we're giving him too much power and the only fucking way we change is by changing ourselves hold on one second keep going keep yeah. going yeah and you think it's somebody pulling Soros's strings no. <laughs> Like way up there that we don't even know about. Yeah, I think there's people way, way up there, but I think that that they Sorry, built God. an illusion. I think the illusion is built that everyone is so powerful, and we're giving so much power to so many fucking people when they're really not that fucking powerful. And I know I, it's just that it's just like you know what? I'm getting sick of I'm sick of the psyop upon psyop upon psyop upon psyop upon. It's all psyops. I'm tired of the psyops. Everything's a fucking psyop. It's all a psyop. Well, Everything. Well, the psyops let you know that who has the power, though, right? But that's what that's I'm saying. Who, it's probably like Lindsey Graham behind the fucking, you know, to get it going. Would they have to manipulate us? It's well, the only way. Yeah, it, it can it can happen is if they manipulate us into giving them our our attention. Well, and that's basically, I would say, the media essentially they just repeat whatever, and eventually everybody. Well. They can do whatever they want. The best thing that's happening right now is that everyone's fucking says fuck the media. Love that. But it's still working. No really? matter what they want to say. I, yeah. Yeah. It's still. I mean, like. Nah, it's going to blow up in their face. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. The sheep are, are saying this. What happened was crazy. Uh, um, but I, th they walked down the same aisle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They they use the velvet ropes as they walk down. These crazy people. I think it's all going to blow up in their face. I really do. I'm always positive. Here's the whole thing. I said this a long time ago. I go, Q's one of three things, right? It's either what it, it is, and there's like this this group of light trying to push back. That's possible, right? 
Now, at this point, it doesn't seem like it all worked out. Mm -hmm. But as much as you have light, people trying to push darkness to the light, there's people pushing darkness deeper into the darkness, right? Because there's, there's, that's just for every force, there's a, there's yeah. a, there's a opposite force, right? So then we got that. Then we have is my theory was there could also be AI that this thing is so scripted out that this AI knows exactly how it's going to end. But the third one, which is still 100% in play, which is this is the, the elites, whoever these are, these guys at the top. And yeah. I had a woman on says it's nine dudes, whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. They have decided to tear down all of their their uh pair their um their 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 structures mm -hmm. their 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 the meat the the mainstream media the two-party system the, the whole you know, paradigm uh, uh, yeah the whole paradigm just annihilate it all and just do unfortunately a great reset which seems to be what they're wanting to do but i also think that it, it's just not gonna work man and like the narrative is being seen constantly and they're gonna try to censor us but i think it's blood in the water i think the hooks got too deep with evil right now that's why it wasn't as easily reversed and why would those people i think i guess the people at the top are tearing it down but they must i i think like they're if they have the reset their way it's going to be worse for us because there's no way that if this is what they want that it's going to get any better yeah, I, I and I think negative. that might be have to be what happens, dude. I mean, sadly, it's like it's, we've had we've had it really good in this yeah, country. Exactly. I agree. You know, it sucks because I'm I'm really good at that law of attraction shit. You know, I'm really good at putting things out into the universe and getting it. And when I was a kid I wanted to watch it all burn and I thought that I got what I asked was nine eleven under the towers. And unfortunately I think I'm getting even more of what I wanted to see burn. But you know what, man? My family uh, made it through World War II in Italy, you know, where I'm actually having those kind of conversations with my family now. Like before, it's like, yeah, we're going to be OK. They're like, and now it's literally like, you know what? Grandpa made it. You know, he got wheelbarrowed under the wheat when the when, <laughs> when the fascists would come through their, their farm. And, you know, we're, we're humans. We're strong. We'll get through it. Um, whatever does come our way. I still am positive, man. I'm still positive, And I do think uh, good things are coming. My, I know for myself. The whole reason of this podcast, and Sam, I'm so grateful you're here, is that to all the listeners, um, I'm going to be taking a break. I need to take a break. I got a lot of other fish to fry. Um, I want you guys to all be safe. Everyone going to hit me up on social media. I got a couple other podcasts that I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully guest on. But um, I need a break because it's just getting too crazy. And uh, I need to take care of my family, my business for sure. Um, I, because all I, you know, I want to make sure that everybody that works for me, they're able to feed their families. And then once the dust settles, we just keep putting on rocking fucking comedy shows. Cause it's so important. Um, and the only way that that can happen is by me taking a break. I need, I need a break mentally, um, and just focus on, on the business, on the comedy club and most importantly myself. And, and I just want anybody that listens, it might be time for them to do that. Take a break and work on yourself because the only way we change this thing is by making ourselves better. Right, guys? Yeah, I for mean, sure. That's it. I mean, I couldn't agree more. This is just, you know, it's like 
grab your crypto, grab your gun, grab your family and like protect. Now, crypto could be a bunch of other things, but, you know, that's a joke. But the truth is, you know, you got to kind of like kind of look inward, you know. And again, like I got really sad. I got sad because I thought regardless of what everybody says, Trump was really going after these pedophiles. And we've seen this narrative a lot. And, um, you know, we've seen, we've seen major arrests happen. Like what's going to, I mean, even though I don't think Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison, we've seen no Photoshop and all that stuff. And so, so like a lot of these things are starting to come out like this game that's getting played. Like, I hate to say it, but you know, Trump had everybody come to the, come to the Washington on the six. And, you know, Mike, you were like, Hey dude, you know, I wish we would have gone, but hindsight, like, I'm kind of glad I didn't go. Yeah, because I said that, but then I also said, yeah, we got to be close to our kids because, you know, it was like, I wish we were there, but then I was like, yeah, my gut told me the right thing. Stay close to my family. And, and so we have this thing where, like, Trump goes, okay, let's march on Capitol Hill. Okay. And then then the cops let them in let them for in. these Photoshops. Let them in. So you're like, what is going on? Is Does Trump know the cops are going to let them in? Where Yeah, where were all they? Because uh, hey, listen, man, he he might be part of this whole thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I, when Sam, when you got up for a second, I was saying I think this whole thing just literally fucked the Matrix. I think it's the Wizard, Wizard of Oz was a documentary. You know, at the no, end I'm for sure when they pull the fucking sheet and it's just this little old man, like it's like it's not this house of cards is not as strong as we think, and that's also scary on a, yeah, on a giant scale. That's scary for other countries to see. Hey, maybe these guys aren't that tough. Maybe we're not what we think we are. Well, also, dude. Uh, also, it's like, but even that is like, like, even if Trump's a puppet, like, look at what's, I mean, like, nobody's watching the news anymore. People are more aware of everything at all. And there is a small, just think about this. If we actually went down, like, what are the actual numbers on this election? Right? It's like Trump 74, which means probably that, that, that Biden got like, what, 60 64. I mean, it's like such a small fucking number, man. Like, that's a big win. That's why they had to, yet again, in Georgia, which we've never seen in the history of our elections, stop the vote. Stop the vote. Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to stop vote. We're going to stop counting. Just that's stop. never happened. Just stop. Doesn't happen. Right? Doesn't happen. Again. Again. But, Sam, if they keep doing that, how stupid are they? How dumb are they? The Vegas shooting, right? Remember the Vegas shooting? I mean, dude, Nashville, everyone's already move on. Like they all their games because are it's just like done. they try to pull them exactly, and that's what I love. I love your message that everything gets away from them. It all gets I, away. I do. From them. Everyone, like you know, it's like everybody can say whatever they want. Obviously, there's like you know, Israel and China have very high tech, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, internet presence security uh, firms, so, yeah. military industrial complex stuff. You know, obviously that is out there. But the truth of the matter is the masters of mankind are all in like their 70s or in 80s. They have no fucking clue how the internet works. Yeah. yeah. In my humble opinion. And you're like, okay, they wanted that information to get out. Really? 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 So they want everyone to know, like, the Panama Papers and how they killed that reporter, Well, that story right? died real quick, but yes. Right? Yeah. But they, they got out. They did get and out. The, that died quick, but yes. So I don't know, man. You know, it's like it could be 
attendee chess. And we're, <laughs> at the most we can comprehend is 60. But right? did they even need to keep that completely out of the news? Because like you just said, that went away fast. And the stuff that they don't want to, like Ghislaine, right? That went away fast too. How, how about Epstein himself? Fuck. For that what happened. That one we're keeping around. That I one, like that. I like that everyone keeps fucking. That one just always. But at least still, I know I throw that in there all yeah, the time. Yeah, but what has it done? You, you've created awareness, but ultimately, it's still they're doing whatever they want anyway. I totally agree with that. I, You know, I don't know, man. I see more and more people. I I, I think we've. Ex- I, so much has happened, dude. Like, we've seen. Like the death of Hollywood, right? And yeah. I live in Hollywood. I have friends who work in it. I yeah. would love it to be, but we've seen the, ex, you know, we've exposed these fake punk rockers oh who like, like look at the NBA. We we're talking about, you know, I did a whole rant on the NBA. We literally had NBA players marching in marches, crying about the system, and these marches led to riots in which they burnt down middle class and yeah. lower class businesses. Yeah. yeah, And now you got Draymond Green talking about the people marching on Capitol Hill are terrorists. The people marching Arching against the people who actually created the system yeah. that these NBA players who are making more ungodly money, which they should because they're the top 420 players on the planet, making ungodly money, okay, because of China cash, right? Yeah, yeah. Telling us that these guys are the terrorists. It's like you just told us the system was fucked. And now these guys are actually marching against them, which is what you should because that's a march up. And now, now they're terrorists. It's like... The mental gymnastic that, yeah. that has to go on with this shit is unbelievable. It again goes to what's repeated and repeated and repeated. You know, like they can only see that one side of it. Not that we're both fighting the same uh, overlord that's dictating our lives and, and screwing it up for both of us. Everybody has to fight from their little corner instead of all of it. Think about if everybody realized that it's basically a government problem. And everybody, you know, like when everybody got mad about that, uh, the budget um, just recently, and they're like, oh, the rest of that going to wherever those museums, that's just a regular budget. Well, yeah. Well, for Pakistan to get for, re- reassignment surgery. Exactly. Dude, their transgenders need stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, so here's right? Pakistani women. The five of them. If, need you're, to get if you're in the United States, no matter what your plight is, you should also be mad that all that money's going there because that would go a long way to fixing all of this stuff instead of everybody just crying about their one little teeny segment. Well, you know, the truth is, it's like. We we have allowed the government get away from us. Yeah, that's it. And all this infighting is working. The division. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's working great. Is the division is the worst part, and that's kind of why another big part I want to I want to break because when the okay yeah Q Q has been a is a psyop whatever, but a lot of the information was real and it woke a lot of people up about fucking the shit going on. But for everyone to be fighting each other in Tommy G's chat over, you said Lynn Wood was a fucking pussy, and you said, dude, that's what they want. That's what they want. I need a fucking break from that. Lynn Wood is a pussy. No, he could be. I don't care. <laughs> but you know what? Your th- your third eye is starting to get open, and that's what I like. You know, I've I've sat in the jungle and I've drank the ayahuasca, and it's fun and it's great and it's good, and you could see the chicken god. And if you want to talk about that, Sam, we probably don't have enough time. I've seen him. He's amazing. You've seen at breakfast the chicken yes. snake god. I've seen it. 
That's so cool, dude. Bro, it's the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. It was the first ayahuasca experiment I ever had with a shaman. I want to get a year of sobriety. That's what I... Bro, my notes that's right here. That's what I'm going to do, dude. How gonna, I saw after Brax... that, talk to the chicken snake guy. How bro. I saw Braxis, we'll call it Braxis. I don't have a name for it. All I know is a fucking... It was a chicken-looking thing with a lot... That was a snake. And I, I love that you uncovered it. Well, dude, it's like, I mean, I had Miguel Connor on my podcast and like, dude, that guy's one of the, I mean, he's changed. I was talking to a good friend of mine today. Uh, her name is Megan Holiday. She's on uh, K-Rock out here and she's one of my favorite people. And she's like, dude, I can just tell you're like more calm down. It's like, I've had like over the last year, like my spiritual growth has been crazy. I'm really starting to catch myself when I'm getting upset at things that really I shouldn't be. I'm getting much better. You start looking at yourself, right? And you start looking at yourself. Yeah, and start going, why am I getting mad at this? Me too, brother. Some things I get mad at is that I I live in places where people watch programs that they know upset me, like the news. It's like, watch anything you want. Just don't watch the news. And like some people just can't get off that nip, dog. They just want to suck on that nipple. And I go, you just, they lied to you for four years. That those are things that I'm still working on, dude. But the spirituality, I've done a lot of I've been lately talking to a lot of near death experience people. Yeah, I love that. And it sounds like I'm like suicidal. I'm not. It's the exact opposite. You're because what you suicidal. hear, the other side is so beautiful. And like I remember, I forget the name of the book. I want to say it's idiocracy, but I can't. The book idiocracy is basically like they wanted people to stop having kids. So the movies made childbirth the most painful, awful thing. And then, you know, you kind of see how movies and television treat death in this world, right? Yeah. And it's just like, hey, dude, do whatever, which allows them to be like, get on these vaccines, dude. Get these pharmaceuticals, man, because death is the worst thing that could ever happen to you ever, ever, ever. Yes, and, and that's transhumanism like, movement, and that's what it's all about. It's all about the transhumanism. They want you to upload to the machine. We definitely don't have enough time to talk about that. But we're talking about psychedelics, and you're talking about the chicken god. I did a year and a half of, of nothing but coffee, right? AA meetings, everything. I mean, I caught, a, I caught a fucking serious opiate addiction. And I was on the top of my game. You know, I'll, I'll lay it all out there. Whatever. When it happened, I was on the top of my game, man. My restaurant was doing amazing, but I had a serious opiate addiction, and I had a little girl, and I had to go to rehab. So I went to rehab, and it was this beautiful place in Arizona. I won't say the name because they got fucking bought out corporately. But at the time, it was like the island of lost. The most amazing human beings, good, bad, ugly. And they were all there. And I learned so much on this place. And then I came home. I was there for 60 days. I came home. And I was fucking sober for a year and a half. And my mentor, to this day, is still my mentor. I start, I've done a million psychedelics before this, but not in ceremonial purposes, right? I start researching that because sobriety got a little boring, especially in New Jersey. It's like the same guy talking about, like, I didn't beat my wife because I didn't drink my Budweiser. Like, I'm like, all right, this is getting old. And I'm not knocking the, the program because the program, if they were open right now, I would go. I'm not knocking the program. But after a while, it gets old. So then I started going outside and I'm meditating, breathing, and I start hearing about, uh, actually, Ibogaine, which I never did, but then ayahuasca and all this stuff. Like I said, I've done every fucking thing before that. And my mentor, I hit him up. He's gone. He went to A. He's the one who told me to go to fucking rehab. I call him like, hey, where are you? He's like, hey, man, I'm in the jungles of fucking Colombia. 
I'm hanging out with these shamans. I'm like, get the fuck. And so it's like right right then and there, right perfect time. I'm like, he's like, no, I'm in deep. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, no, I'm with the best shamans. We're drinking this medicine. We're saving the world. I'm like, come on. I was just going to research that. And I call you and you tell me that's what you're doing. And this is a guy that's like on the fucking stock exchange. Like, like and this guy's drinking medicine and changing the world. So I go to a, a ceremony with him and I'm a year and a half fucking sober. So I go out there and I go to the ceremony and I drink ayahuasca. We did ayahuasca, peyote. We did all this kind of stuff. And I saw what you call the uh, Abraxas chick. I, at the in the morning, man, I saw it. It was this it was this serpent, but it was beautiful. It was iridescent, every color possible. And it was going into the infinite and the, and the, the feathers were coming out. And it was just this gorgeous, beautiful thing. And it just I felt love and I felt death that wasn't. I saw everybody that died and everyone was happy and it was good. And then in the morning, there was a mist in the in, in the sky and a beautiful rainbow and everyone was hugging each other. And I'm like, wow, this is it. The next day, man, this was, I shouldn't release the location, but I was downtown Miami and I was uh, just handing out fucking all the money in my pocket. I was just handing out to people, homeless people, hugging them. I was on the top of the world, right? I thought I got it all figured out. I'm like, I have it all figured out. I was sober. I did the whole ceremony. And then I started drinking a little bit. A little bit more. But I still go to these ceremonies. And every time, it got darker and darker. We don't have much time. Fast forward to my Baphomet story. My ego got in the way. So I was doing the ceremonies. But I was drinking, smoking, doing a little coke. And I knew all the answers. I got like, I was like Mr. Shaman Ego. Like, I could tell you. I could, I could show you the world. I can show you everything. And then I went to a ceremony in New York City, and that's that whole Baphomet story that is famous on your podcast, and I've said it on Tommy's, and if you guys want to listen to it again, I'll do it on uh, Discord, but Baphomet showed up. Dude, I talked to this lady last night, June Lundgren, dude. Mm-hmm. Her husband is like distance cousins with Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> right? So, man, this woman, she's, like, deals with uh, demons and shit. Yeah. And, like, dude, she told, it's on my, it's on my uh, zero on Rockfin. And, uh, man, it is, dude, her story, man, like, the archangels and the, uh, and Lucifer, they know each other. Oh, yeah. I've seen it all, man. Oh, I've seen it all. They respect. They do. Lucifer is like he he runs these demons. These demons sometimes are like fuck you in the click you claim, and Lucifer is like, oh shit. Yes. Guess what? You're gonna live the rest of your life in this fucking fleshlight. And they're like, fuck you. He's like, get in the fleshlight. And like that is that is how the whole thing. And it's so much more interesting than this fucking crap on television that I can't get anybody to stop listening to. The world is so much more interesting, dude. It, I love it's listening. It's so interesting. And there are, there's just, there is shit going on that we can't see right now. But I'm going to tell you guys something. Psychedelics are so cool. They're so cool to just eat mushrooms. It's so cool to just drink ayahuasca. Guys, go in there with a clean heart and a clean mind. Because if you go in there fucking with a, with, an, with a chip on your shoulder, you'll see fucking Archangel Michael fighting fucking Lucifer. And you ain't ready for that shit. I don't give a well, fuck dude, who they, you are. They, that's what Miguel Connor was talking You're about. You're not ready man. for He's it. He's like, dude, everything you fear, you're going to face, bro. 
oh, Sam, there's things I can't even say on air that I'll tell you someday that I've You're faced. You're just blowing dudes and like, no, who you are. No, You're that's just that's, on the no, that's like, oh my god, I love the taste to come. Oh, no, <laughs> guys, guys, that's rude. That's that's, that's, that's a Saturday night at the dojo. That's not. That's <laughs> that's good. Night. All right, four, yeah, five. that's fun. Dude, welcome to the dojo, the number one comedy show and yeah. comedy club and gay bathhouse. Yes. Stand up upstairs, Lori holds downstairs. <laughs> the owner will blow you in the office. Come on, guys. No, um, but, it's... but yeah, dude, I think it's like, like I, you know, man, I, I got to be honest with you. I had a real moment where I was like, man, I felt really, really bad that yeah. like there was this fucking journey. When, and then I have friends of mine who I don't care. I don't know why people don't understand about conspiracy theorists. Is that really they're they're They love people. They're concerned for people. They're concerned for children. They're concerned for the future. You know, I've, I mean, yes, there are conspiracy theorists who have hate mongering in them. Okay. And there's some mental patients in the crew. But hey, every group go has to a that. Grateful I Dead just, concert and you'll find a couple of those guys too. You know, all I hear from like people who hate conspiracy theorists, they're always like, all you do is look at, at these things that kind of confirm your bias. But I never hear them say it the other way around. I never hear them go, dude, all you're doing is watching these same people. Oh, I never, all you do is watch MSNBC or all you do is watch CNN. And nobody ever says that. Or when they complain about misinformation, it's only from independent sources that misinformation is dangerous. It's never the, 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 the mockingbird media misinformation. When you have David Cross crying about uh, Sandy Hook and, and, and this, and like, what, hey, Dave, what about weapons of mass destruction that CNN and MSNBC and Fox News shoved down our throats forever where – Millions of people die. How come that's not your concern? And this fucking, this windmill that you're fighting about Sandy Hook and the, the dangers of questioning this narrative. You, you know, Don Quixote, get off your fucking horse, Those brown man. people aren't important to CNN. It's We committed genocide. Yeah, there, yeah and it's, ha it, there is it, B, B2 bombers are in the air. Trump's gone. They're in the air. Like, we'll start killing Middle Easterns all over again. They don't matter. And I don't think it has anything to do with oil, dude. It has, I think that has to do with Mesopotamia, and, dude. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with uh, the hidden Ancient secrets knowledge. and also, you know, tons of dope. They, you can only well, dude, grow that Well, fucking, they say that's what Vietnam was really about. They wanted I mean, to make it about communism, <laughs> but it really it was about those fucking dope triangles. All of they those, got all that opium. All the last wars, if you look at them, they were the highest producers of poppies or uh, opiates at that time. Bro, I got pictures of my my friend. They're dead now, but they show me pictures of them protecting poppy fields when all you had to do was light a match and they could all be gone. And Jesus they're protecting Christ. them. And those dudes are dead. And they show me pictures that I saw from Iraq and Afghanistan that are fucked up. And they're the ones who really got me turned on and said, guys, this is turning. This country is fucking. We didn't go out there for the right reasons. We we're protecting the dope. And then what happened? Then the other half of my friends died from fucking opiates. Yep. Ah, that's interesting. I mean, like that's Trump trying to pull out of there, the military lying to him. I mean, well, what are we doing here, dude? You know? And it's just like the only two presidents I've ever liked are the one-term presidents. And that's Jimmy Carter and fucking Donald Trump. All the Watch rest JFK. of them, they're no. all... 
Well, I mean, I wasn't really alive during JFK, so I can't really tell you that. But yeah, J- I mean, he's definitely a one-term president, right? I mean, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But he's like a half. No, what is he? He's like a half a term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he's got to be. But a it's good really guy, crazy, no? dude. I mean, like, yeah, he was. I mean, he was doing a lot of speed and DP and uh, Marilyn Mon- Monroe. Judge. With his that brother. sounds like an awesome guy. We don't judge. See, here. hey, dude, party and play president. That's what he's doing. He's doing fucking speed and just going at it, you know. But at the end of the day, yeah, the the good guys get offed and the, mm-hmm. and the sellout treasonous scumbags. And it's so interesting because I can go off on all these Republicans. And the left doesn't give a shit because I just won't accept Obama, Biden, and that I'll never recognize her as president, Camel Toe Harris, ever. How many months in do you think that's going to take? Well, I mean, I'm trying to figure out, was she born here? That's what everybody's, I know that's Uh like, it's it's got a weird (laughs) thing with that, but okay. You got in trouble for that one. She's Jamaican, right? I don't something? know, man. Well, we'll see, dude. But I mean, never as somebody. But that's typical progressive Hollywood shit, right? How many of these people fail up, get TV shows, and they just get shoved down our throats? It's all of them. And they did the exact same thing. And it's so sad because there's so many great female politicians. And I hate all politicians, but if we're grading on a curve, Tulsi Gabbard, yeah, Tulsi. That, that North Dakota lady, yeah. she's fucking great. But they don't want that. They want their sellout treasonous pieces of shit. Well, they don't know what they want. They, they're told what they want. No, this I mean the like one. the elites. Yeah, no, the uh, elites know what they uh, want. Uh, yeah, Like it's like female comics. You know how many murder comics female comics are? And you don't see hear of them. Eleanor, Christina Pajinski is oh. probably the biggest. Maria Bamford, they would probably use her if they could. And then, uh, you know, you can go on. But none of them. They're not the ones they're pushing on you. Yeah. It's all these like mediocre seven, like young chicks. No, nah, you know, not, I shouldn't say seven. Some of them are higher than that, but they're not the killers. No, they're, they're not, not killers. The killers. No. And they get the blue check marks and all that. I'm like, I, I, I see some of our friends that are comedians that are females fighting with other females and, but they have checks and I'm like, who are you? And they have all these followers, and yeah, you're 100 right with that. When it comes to female comp, it's all it's all planned. Fuck mainstream media. We don't need mainstream media. We have this. For women, it has to be more so than men. I would say for men, it helps. But like, you can be a fat, bald guy and do comedy and be successful. But you gotta be either apparently fat and proud of it, or uh, hot to be a female. Well, I mean, there's like Jessica Kershaw. Yeah, there's others. She's not that. There's a girl. I mean, like, here's the thing. The girl that I saw. I w- oh, my God. Eleanor? I was, I know. Well, Eleanor is, in good- my opinion, she's, doesn't matter. Like, she's just one of the greatest. But no, who? Oh, my God. I fuck her name. I'm so sorry. But she's so funny. Uh, she there's was at Comedy Chaos. That- she got a weird name. Feimster. Oh, Fortune Feimster. Dude, yeah, that she's- chick is hilarious. Yeah, Jessica Kershaw's like that. Uh, Bonnie McFarland's yeah. a fucking murderer. Yeah. It just, you know, the problem is this, dude. It's like, it's like Ryan Stout put out this great tweet about female comics. He goes, if there, if there is a, a festival that is taking ten guys, or, or there's a comedy festival and a hundred co- male comics send in their uh the submissions and 20 female comics and 10 guys get picked and 10 girls get picked female comics think that's equality 
And that's yeah. not. That's special treatment. That's what, yeah. And that's just what it is. And what it really comes down to is equal outcome. It's not about equal treatment. It's about equal outcome. Like you see with the WNBA, there are chicks in that league that think they should get paid what NBA players should get paid when they're not getting the same results at all. And then, then you have like, did you guys see how the women's national team took on 14-year-old boys and lost? No, is that real? Yeah, they took on the national 14-year-old and lost. And listen, I don't like to compare men and women, dude, because I think that's disrespectful to female sports because that's like saying Floyd Mayweather isn't one of the greatest ever because he couldn't beat like Conor all McGregor. any – could no, he couldn't be like um Muhammad Ali like Tyson. Yeah, I know. Or, or or Tyson Fury because those guys are so huge yeah. and they would just wreck him. Yeah. It's different physical types. You're comparing two different physical types. You shouldn't be doing that. There's a reason why we have weight classes in, in combat sports because little guys can't compete with fucking big guys, which is the same thing with females. They just have a different build and a different set skill set. There's levels to this shit. Well, didn't do you know that they turned down the exact same deal that the male uh, soccer players got offered, with the same bonuses and stuff? And it some it worked out some way that if they had taken that structure, they went for like a guarantee versus a win bonus or something like that. Uh, and they're like, look how many won. But that's <laughs> wait. So the women were gonna get the men in soccer? No, they were gonna they that's actually the cool. same same structured contract oh, for the team, wow. and they turned it down. And then they were yeah, bitching because, that the men were getting they they went for like a solid paycheck versus like win bonuses yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they win yeah, everything. Is, Wouldn't you think that if you were the one that won everything, you would probably well? They gamble? talk about like that's a big problem with the WNBA. They have they're shitty negotiators. Yeah. But the truth is, they don't have any leverage. But beyond that, okay, who in the in, overall and we have the exact same <laughs> problem in motocross. You're uh, such a niche group that, like, who the fuck's watching the NBA? How many people go to an NBA game? How many people are watching it on TV? Like, what? It, wh how many people see it? It's the same thing. How many people watch men's soccer, even though they suck, they're worse in a bigger league, versus women's soccer? Like, yeah, here's the sport. So there's not that, that much money to go around. Well, the number one female sport in the world is pornography. Okay, that's the number one <laughs> sport. I'll say MMA. Right? You right? Then after porn, what about okay. Golf? It no. So here are the sports that females do well after <laughs> pornography because they they make more money than their male counterpoints okay. for sure, and it's all based on your physical uh, being, and you only have a short shelf life, and then you go into granny that's porn. Right. But listen, so. So it's, it's two things. It's either a sport that hasn't been established as a male sport yet, meaning MMA, right? Like there was MMA is really new in America. It's like, yeah, 20, that's why I love female ago. MMA because it's still right? raw. It's still raw. Right? A, a barroom brawler to one, come in and win. Yeah. Well, the other one is what, what sports can you piggyback on a man's event, a male's events, meaning like Wimbledon, or like a UFC fight. It's just like, that's how you build it. Because by itself, it's not going to attract a lot because it's it's just, you're competing against, like, dude, I love basketball, even though I'm really upset with the NBA right now. I love basketball. I can watch females basketball because I appreciate the game, but you're competing with these, the greatest athletes on the planet. 
Like you, I mean, like Blake Griffin at his high, like LeBron James at his peak, Shaq at his peak, Michael Jordan at his peak. You just can't. It's like nobody can compete with that. It would be like if they started a league where everybody had to be on steroids. You'd never go back. You'd be like, this is so yeah. much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very true, Clint. That's, the, yeah. You know, which I say, bring them on. But yeah. <laughs> It, it, it it's another you remember when we were so concerned about steroids yeah we i did, miss those we didn't want to wor- worry we didn't want to affect the kids and now oh. those same pieces of shit are like let 12 year olds take hormone therapy yeah. you're like you, <laughs> that's a great that was the same days when i get a skull I, I buy get a mitsubishi turbo at a rave and be like is there that, that was just all speed that wasn't ecstasy it was the easy days yeah. man <laughs> yeah the dude, easy I days mean, right I'm barry bonds haven't come up with it like speed that actually doesn't totally destroy your life you know what i'm saying what's the incentive they got it they have to i don't know keep your keep your (laughs) fucking customers around i mean like drug dealers are the worst yeah like drug dealers like dude you're like i mean like fentanyl like dude as a drug dealer why would you sell fentanyl that's a chinese chinese that's a chinese conspiracy well, one hundred percent, and that, just is, to kill the, that yeah. is in response to the to the Chinese, the yeah. British India opium wars in China. That's that, what they're doing. That's there. why more motherfuckers are drinking White Claw than fucking dope these days because that shit is it's all fentanyl. Poor oh, kids are going White to get, What? Yeah, they're drinking the White Claws instead. Fenton yeah. Claws. No, yeah. the White Claws got some drugs in them. I'm telling you, there's something up yeah. with them. But yeah. I'm just saying, it's like, yeah, yeah, the fentanyl killed the drug scene, at least in the Northeast, because everything has fentanyl in it. And that's just yeah, a it's so no stupid. drug deal. In the beginning, they're like, yeah, more to die. You get the longer lines. No, that's bullshit. I just I just so thankful I don't do drugs anymore. Yeah. I mean, because you don't know what's in this shit, especially in the Northeast. Bro. I mean, unless you're doing coke with like super elite people. Who wow, get it that's great. different. Yeah, if Don they, Jr. Like, is giving you a line, the- it's gonna be the best shit of your life. Take it, break sobriety. They stand under the the drug mule's butthole and just wait for it to be yeah. shit out, so they know it's the purest it's like stuff pure. ever. Hunter Biden is still qu- questionable his drugs. Oh, he doesn't probably get the best <laughs> shit. Well, he will soon. Oh, no, he does, dude. I mean, the amount of drugs that guy does. If he was at all a normal, he probably would be dead by now. If I knocked into him at a fish concert, I'd probably smoke his crack. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, I mean, I smoke crack once, and it's just the most, it's, you know, the best, worst thing in the world. Well, crack dealers never want their, their, their uh, clients to find a meth dealer because (laughs) you'll stop doing crack (laughs) because crack lasts for two seconds. I remember I smoked crack once. Yeah. And the whole time I was just like, fuck, man, I'm smoking crack. Yeah. I am smoking crack. Crack, bro. I am smoking fucking crack. And, and if that you was sp- the whole three hours, I'm like, if my mom knew I was on crack right oh, now, it's so sad. Be- I don't want to end this. Yeah, thing, I never bro. wanted to do. It was the best thing ever. So best coke worst was thing. Crazy, best dude. worst. I'm thing. glad I didn't discover coke in high school. I would be fucking dead. Me too. Because coke was like, I was so shy, and I, I I'm a bad drunk, so I don't like alcohol. Like I was for a while, and that my whole idea was like. I'm going to drink so much that I get used to it. And then I cra- crash my life. But if I would have found Coke in high school, I would have been a fucking, I, w- I wouldn't be here, dude. Yeah. Cause it was like the greatest, cause it tapped all my things. It was like courage and sex. So I was just like, that was just the, the, the tag team champions of my life. 
and I, I'm just so glad I'm over it. Like, I have zero desire to do yeah. any of that shit. I always like, hey, dude, I got ball. I'm like, no, yeah. dude. It's dry. All I think about my nose is just going. It's drywall. It's stuffed. They're giving you drywall now. It's not coke. Jeez. It's not the same it's shit awful. you got then. It's like. It's awful. You know. But then you get your rich friend, be like, try this. Uh, and that's just different. That's what I said. Like, if Don, if Don like, Jr., oh, if Donnie Jr. Like. Or, or a hunter offered me a bump, I got to. Say I'll, I'll take it. Oh, that one uh, Trump daughter looks like an eight ball, doesn't she? Like if an eight ball was a human being, the the one that the Trump doesn't want to fuck. The other one, what's the, the other one. daughter that he doesn't want to bang? Um, the hidden one. Yeah, the one with the big teeth. T- Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany, dude. Tiffany yeah. Trump. She looks like she was just came in an okay. eight ball. Now all the listeners are gone. Um, Why? Because well, I'm just kidding. But We're guys, saying nice thing about the Trump ladies. Yeah, they have the best drugs. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if I still did it, I'd want the best drugs. <laughs> Sam, I know you have to go. I appreciate your time. Um, right? You got to well, get out I, here? I just want to say, yeah, I got to go. I got First, I got I to dro- I drop a deuce, and I got to run out and do yeah. Be Real show. But I wanted to say that I'm super happy that you did this show and that it's growing and that taking a little break is fine. Then who knows whenever you want to get back on it, you could do that. But you know, it's like I'm super happy for you. And uh the spiritual journey is the way to go. And uh I just want to tell you that I have like 90 podcasts. One is called The Union of the Unwanted that I gotta get you guys on. That is now number 40 in the United States yes. for uh new congratulations. Thank you, dude. And then the new podcast that hasn't been released yet, and it comes out probably over the weekend. It's called Cash Daddies. And it's my comedy financial show uh, with me and my uh, buddy. And we just try to figure out. Let's drop his name, man. He's fucking OG around here. Oh, Howie Dewey. Howie Dewey. Is my boy. Uh, We're both 607 for life. And uh, he's he's done a lot of investing. And uh, so we're just going to. Because we want to help the internet rich people. I love it, man. The blue cop. Like. All those OnlyFans chicks who are sticking bats in their asses for five bucks a month. Like, take some of that fucking bat-ass money and put it into IRAs or fucking... Monero. Monero, dog. I've been going a little Monero crazy, bud. Yeah, I don't I need the Easton anymore. Coinbase to work. It keeps saying I'm what? restricted. I can't even buy anything really? on there. Yeah. Really? I don't uh, know what I did. Why don't you use a different uh, well, email well, then? That's true. We'll fi- I'll help you out. All right, guys. This was awesome. Thank go. you, Sam. Listen, Sam is my also my partner in the dojo of comedy, guys. I love it, dude. Things are, we got some plans, and there's a you know it's it was we it's look been like on the fire. East Coast, West Coast version of each other now with our beards and our hats <laughs> yeah. on. It's been on fire, and it's gonna get even crazier. Sam, thank you for everything, my brother. Thank you. All right, love guys. You, love you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. Later, Sam. Hey guys, so what? I, I stopped recording, so uh, I'll end it and then I'll just uh, Google Drive it to you guys. Okay, Sam, real quick. I know you got it.